Welcome back to Untitled Conversations. I hope y'all enjoyed part two, but y'all know we took another abrupt stop and I'm sorry, but we are back. This is the podcast where we talk about everything faith, life, and the world as we know it. And we're back with part three. I still got my guy Sanye with me. You know it. Y'all know where we left off. And so we back at it. Let's get it. <laughs> so we last stopped talking about you was you was you was you was putting that you was putting them words about <laughs> about titles and, and and modern day church. So whew, titles. Talk about it. Because you 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 yourself have a, a title. Yeah, I have a title. Um but you know, one of the things that I wanted to talk about was how everybody that we see in the Bible, like the things they were doing without any titles. You know what's crazy? This is untitled. Exactly. The conversation. Conversations. I feel like those are the best conversations. Absolutely. Because they can go anywhere. Yep. When you give something a title, now it's only it's segwayed. It's mm. smushed and it's kind of controlled in an environment. Under what but, that title is. Exactly. Mm. So, like, for instance, um, like, let's talk about David. Okay. Right. I love David. David, he was, David is a, is a, he was, he was cold-blooded for real. He, he was interesting. You know what I'm saying? But, like, David, he did have a title. He was a shepherd. Mm -hmm. But when it came to what he did in life, as far as how he allowed God to use him, he didn't put titles on that. Today, every, everybody wants to be a prophet. Mm -hmm. Everybody want to be the next bishop. Mm -hmm. They want to be the next elect elder. But, but it's even, like even taking out everybody wants to be the influencer. Everybody wants to be I'm saying the 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 the, the QB of life. You know what I'm saying? But and, and my thing is, I feel like what that shows God is that I don't value who you created me to be. Mm. Because when is the last time you've been your name? Ooh. Like when when is the last time? So if your name is Thomas or your name is Larry, when is the last time you've been Larry? Just Larry. Just Larry. Not not Larry. Not 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 Larry the the pastor. Yeah, not Larry not Bishop the, Larry. The, like just Larry. When is the last time you've been who God created you to be? Mm -hmm. Your identity is not you being a pastor. Correct. That's not that's not your, God gave you the ability to do that. Because then too, it's like, well, with that title, are you still going to are you going to be just what that title is, or are you going to be are you going to let that title be an addition to yeah. what you are? So it's like I'm Joy, and for instance. I'm not just a podcaster now. Mm -hmm. I, podcasting has been an addition to what I am, but podcasting is not my identity. Yeah, literally. It's, it's something that I've allowed to showcase my identity, but yeah. it's not, I'm not just podcaster. You know what I'm saying? Literally. Yeah. Or, uh, or like a, a pastor is like, who were you before you became a pastor? Literally. You know what I'm saying? And are you going to let the title of P whatever be your identity or is it going to be an addition a, a, a bonus on top of who you actually are right and that's my like my for instance i was at a service a couple of days uh not a couple of days but a couple of weeks ago i was back at home and my dad um he sings he was doing praise and worship and this was actually the service that he was preaching and he said something so profound he said i'm he said i'm not a pastor who can worship i'm a worshiper who can pastor Wow. Like, it also matters about how you place titles, what order Correct. you place them in. Yeah. So it's like, I feel like people lose their identity in another identity. Because you put something before something Because else. you put something before something else. Mm -hmm. So, like, people can lose themselves in pastoring. 
Because, like, for instance, my dad, like, me and my dad had conversations, and he was just like, son, one thing I had to realize was that I was putting pastoring before my family. Mm. If I'm a pastor, any, anything, it has to be my house. If I'm going to lead anybody, it has to be my family. Yeah. But I was leading the church more than I was leading my family. Now, what does that show God? Does that show that I'm appreciative of what he blessed me with? Three beautiful kids, a wife, a grandson? No. Yeah. Especially when I'm taking what could possibly be the strength for this house and giving it elsewhere. Yeah. So it's like we really got to be careful about the titles that we place on ourselves. Yeah. Because the title that you place on yourself. See, the thing about God, what's funny is he won't always take everything away. He might let you. He gonna let you go through something. He gonna let you ride through something. So if you want to be a prophet, okay, cool. Okay, I didn't call you to be that, but okay, go ahead, be a prophet. See what they go through. Mm -hmm. You think you can handle that? The reason I didn't give you that calling, or that title, or that role, is because I knew you couldn't handle it. Facts. But then you also have to be cautious of the titles that other people try to place on you. Exactly. Because it's like, just as bad as I may say something about myself, it's like okay, if somebody else says something about me, and I accept that, but that wasn't from God, then that's going to be a path in itself. Right. So it's like if somebody else, like, I think I said this about, like, on another episode, it's like the PK title, right? Yeah. PK Joy. No, Joy. The PK. The PK. Yes. Because when you absolutely. put it PK Joy, then it's just like you're putting all of the stuff that's stereotypical as a PK before you're even looking at who right. I am. Right. You know what I'm saying? But half of that stuff is not me. Do I fall under some of the things that... PKs are stereotyped? Sure. Absolutely. But I enjoy the PK because I am not just a PK. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's I am Joy, and yes, I happen to be a PK. But if you take that PK away, I'm still going to be me regardless. And a lot of times I think with titles, you fall under, okay, well, I'm pastor this. Okay, well, who are you if the pastoring is gone? Are yeah. you are are you just a shell of a person, or are you still who you are? Are you still a servant? With exactly within that role, like, and that's that's the thing. Like, um, I went to a service and the pastor was talking about. He was like, uh, he said he, he hates when pastors only come out after praise and worship. Like, why are you not worshiping with your congregation? Mm-hmm. Like, how how are you going to call yourself a pastor, a shepherd, somebody who leads people, and you can't even show them how to worship? That's deep. Like, we're so high and high and mighty. That we only come out when it's time for everybody to see us. Yeah. So it's just like people put titles on themselves or they claim titles, like you said, that people, other people put on them. Like, for instance, when I came into high school, my title was, oh, you Sanye or you Kyrie's brother or you so-and-so's brother. Mm. Well, no, let me show you who I am. I'm Sanye. That's yes. my, that's my that's name. My, you're and gonna, and ad- that's my brother. Yeah. You're going to address me as that. You're going to address me not as her brother. Yeah. That's my sister. For sure. But I have my own identity. Yeah. And I feel like that's what people need to start showing is who they really are. Like, stop allowing titles to cover up who you are. Because then you put yourself in a situation to where if you put a title in your name and you mess up. Now, who who, who are they looking at? They're not going to look at you. They're going to look at the church. Yeah. So that's why the church is in the position it's in now. Because so many people with titles that they weren't called to are messing up. Yeah. Things they're doing in dark coming to light. And yeah. the first thing they're going to look at is not them. We're going to look at the church as a as a whole. Right. Just like, you know, like the whole situation when it um, comes to like cops and everything. Mm-hmm. Every cop is not bad. Correct. But when one cop do something bad. It's all cops. It's all cops. Yep. It's the same thing with the church. Yeah. When one person does something bad in the church that has a title, a platform. Yeah. They're going to literally 
talk about the whole church. Yeah. So I just feel like people rush in the title. So like for me, whether I was a minister or not, still gonna do. I'm still, I'm still gonna do what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. I'm st- whatever God has given me to say to His congregation, I'm going to say. Yeah. Title or not, yeah. I like I said, I got the title because I felt led to, and I wasn't rushing into nothing. For sure. I could care. I'm good because when I when I became a minister, the only thing that really the only thing that did for me was create more hell. <laughs> like we gonna be completely honest. That's, but that's the thing too. Like a lot of times it's like, okay, you want the title, but you don't realize what comes with the title. One thing that people always say is higher levels, higher depths, and that's a fact. Like the the higher you go, the more the more you gonna deal with. Yeah. Like and that, that's just being honest because you're growing more into your calling and your destiny like but that's when you're called to do it like yeah. also people put titles on things that they just have to get for like mm. okay you can prophesy i don't mean you're a prophet that's not that's not your calling yeah because there's two different things you can sit in the office of a prophet which is those are prophets yeah or you can have the gift of prophecy people who sit in the office can prophesy at any moment that's just that's them right people who have the gift have to be in a certain atmosphere yeah. it has to come out of them yeah so it's like just because, like, I don't ever title myself a singer, even though but I know how to sing. sing. You know what I'm saying? For sure. But I'll title myself a minstrel. But that's because God is, yeah, that's the calling that was on, right. my, that's on my life. Like, I, I, that's, that's, I can produce a sound that can bring heaven to earth. Yeah. Like, that's a calling. For sure. But I'm not going to say, oh, I'm a singer. No. Yeah. So it's just like, I'm, I'm a minstrel who can sing, not a singer who can play instruments. There you go. So it's just like. I think people get that mixed up, yeah. and but then also people are just thirsty for Titles. a title, yeah. And it's just like, well, okay, go ahead and limit yourself, because really that's all it does. Like literally, when you put a title on something, it's just. I, I think I said this on the first episode, or like the the whole idea behind saying untitled conversations is because I don't want any episode, any conversation that's had to have a limit. Yeah, because when you put titles on things, you're literally boxing it into where you can only talk about this certain thing which is another reason why i think it's so important to have religion over relationship because when you have <laughs> if you if you just say i'm a christian yeah okay well that means you may only be practicing things that are within that religion but if, unless you have like you can ha- you can have religion and relationship yeah but if you're just oh i'm a christian okay but when you get up there is he gonna know who you are yeah my title is i'm god's child hello that's who i am I'm not, I mean, Christian, you can put that on me if you want to. I'm God's child. You take that how you how you want to. For sure. Because, like, one of the things that I had to learn was, like, God's children won't be scared to have any conversations. Yeah. Christians, Once you, let, you let somebody with another belief come up to them and try to have a conversation. Oh, they're going to be shaking in their boots. God's children? Yeah. Open oh, to it. Let's, let's talk. Let's talk. Because, like, when you're God's child, you want to mimic the example that he gave us right which was jesus like that's that's our example jesus talked to everybody for sure and he was the one initiating the conversations yeah like some people were coming to him and he was going to others like and it was people that uh, he was talking to people that nobody else wanted to deal with yeah i just feel like as god's children that's having that title you stand under that that's that's what you're supposed to do like i'm willing to have conversations with anybody but we got the same beliefs whether you hate what I believe. Yeah. Because my thing is I'm not going to argue what I believe. That's not my job. I mean, because the, the word says, to it says spread the gospel. It doesn't say argue the gospel. Literally. So I'm not, if 
if not if, if you don't believe what I believe, I'm not gonna argue you down and beat you over the head so yeah. the way you understand it. Because I th- I think too, everybody has their own perspective and everybody's perspective is valid based Absolutely. on whatever walk of life you are in. You don't know how they grew up. What they're exactly, to. you don't know what they're being, what they've been through. You don't know what they're introduced to because then you also have the the conversation around like church hurt. Yeah, some people were were as kids just like or as kids and grew up. It's just like maybe this is not the place for me. But it's just like at the same time, it's like even if you're not in the building, that doesn't mean you can't have a relationship with mm-hmm. him. And I think a lot of times it's always it, it it's so centered around church, the building, Sunday, mm-hmm. whereas. Me and you can we can have church in here. You know right. what I'm saying? As long as God's presence is cultivated, that's the important thing about it. Which is like I think, again, that title of religion boxes in the I think the wrong aspects of of God. Not saying that there's anything wrong with it, because again, I grew up Christian. Yeah, same. Here. So that that's what I know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I do think that relationship is definitely relationship over is over. Religion, 100%. absolutely. Because I mean, it says it in the Bible. Like they're going they're, at the end times, there are gonna be people who say, "God, didn't I do this for you? Didn't we prophesy? Didn't we cast out demons? Didn't we do all this stuff?" And they still going to hell. So you did all that with a title and still went to hell. Yeah. What was that title for? You could say, "I'm Christian. I'm Christian all day long." Literally. But if you don't have a relationship, when when we all get sent where we going, and, and you go up there, never knew you. Sorry. Who, who are you? Ah. Uh, Dang. God, remember I, I remember we no, I was praying. Don't remember? remember that. Sorry, it's unfortunate. I feel like too, like this is just how my brain works. I always feel like I think me and Kaya said this, like when we get up there, it's gonna be a big like screen. We're like, God, I did this. God, I did this. Yeah. You remember this too? Yeah, exactly. You, 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 what about what about this? Oh yeah, like oh okay, so you don't remember that, but you remember when you prayed and it went to sin. Two minutes after that, right? Remember oh. when you when you got back from doing this and you was like, "I'm gonna just pray and make up for it." Oh, I ain't gonna never do it again. You know, you know our favorite line. God knows my heart. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Anytime you're about to go do something that you know you're not, God knows my heart. Yeah, I know your heart, and that's why what you doing ain't surprising <laughs> me because <laughs> I know your heart for real. <laughs> yeah, but like going back to David, like this, I feel like God showed examples of what it looks like when you actually are called to a title. Yeah. Like David was a shepherd. Now he t- he was tending the sheep, for sure. But later on in that story, it goes to see him shepherd over people. Yeah, like he won a whole battle that they had been fighting. He he won it in a couple of minutes. Yeah, a, a battle they've been fighting for the longest, long time. So it's just like when you're actually called to a title, then God will produce through that, and you'll yeah. actually be able to see it. You won't have to prove yourself. Yeah, gotta prove it for you. But I think too, like. No matter how big or small the title is, if you serve in the capacity of that title, he'll elevate your title. Literally. But I think we strive to be the the highest title without taking the steps to get there. It's like you're everyone. You're not gonna be the CEO immediately. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You want a title, but people want titles with no oil and no work. So it's just like, like, cause like that's why I like to go back to David because that. Like, you got to understand, that man was cleaning up poop. He was tending to animals that ain't the smartest. Yeah. Like, come on, bro. Like, oh, he was going through it. For sure. But he left that, and people judged him because of he was yeah. scrawny. You know what I'm saying? Like, he was left behind, stuff like that. And it just shows, like, when you stay in your place and you allow God to just do his thing, develop you the way he's, you know, the way he wants to, like, it'll show more than the toughest person out there. Yeah, I mean, because too, it's like someone can have 
someone can have a title and have the look that fits the title. Yeah. But not be called to what that title is. Literally. Like I can look the part, but I could be shambles on the inside. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like just because I, I got a suit on, don't mean I'm about to come preach the word and tear the house down. No. Because <laughs> I could, <clears throat> you could be, you could have the title, have the look, have the dress, have the clothes, and still not minister as much as someone. Like you said, you wore a sweatsuit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's. I think too. To dress the part does not equate to like, what am I trying to say? Like I can look the part, look like I'm about to come up here, tear the house down, and it'd be crickets the entire time. And I mean, so like we're going back to my dad. My dad was uh going to school for um like minister and stuff like that. So he said they had a uh it was a Friday night, it was like a prayer service or whatever, and this dude, like the dude they had speaking, he came in and my dad said like, this is the last day he judged anybody. He said, because mm-hmm. he came in, dude had tattoos, white guy. He had tattoos, piercings all over his face, stuff like that. He was like, son, when he opened his mouth, <laughs> tore the whole church up. Mm-hmm. And he was like, that That was the last day I ever judged somebody off of how they look. He said, because that showed me that oil doesn't pertain off of a look. Yeah. Anybody can have it. He said, I don't know what he went through yeah. to get to this place, but... What I see could show me a representation of that. No matter what you go through, I can still turn your life around. And I think too, that's what is missed a lot of times. It's like, okay, pastor comes up with a with tattoos, and but it's like you're judging them, and they haven't even opened their mouth yet. It's like, but I mean, the literally the I, th- I what is it Matthew seven? Like literally the first like when I tell you, I th- I'm pretty sure it's Matthew seven. I can't remember right off bat, but it is literally a scripture that just tells like it's a, a whole section about don't judge i think is it Matthew? it might be matthew uh, 7 are you talking about where it's like take the log out of your own eye before you yes yeah okay I, I well I... no it, it, there's that but then there's literally it says in layman's terms don't judge I th- it might be matthew 7 either way yeah. we'll clarify i figured yeah. it out <laughs> um but it literally just says don't judge and I, I remember the first time i read it i kind of was just like reading whatever um and that's the beautiful thing about the word is like you can read it and study it so many times you can get a different revelation each time. Oh my gosh. And so first time I was like, okay, like don't judge, whatever, whatever. Didn't really think nothing of it, kept reading, whatever, whatever. I was like, well, did my Bible study for the day, right? I want to say later that week I came back to it after judging. You know what I'm saying? Because like I yeah. think a lot of times we're like, oh, I'm not a judgmental person, but it's like that thought when you see somebody walking by or just like That's judging. That's judging. <laughs> judging. And, and that that just goes to show how simple mishaps and sin can be because it's like because we because we are flesh and we do things so unconsciously like we will never not be sinners right like we are sinners it it is what it is and so it's like just that little thought of ooh, why her pants look like that like that's judgment you know what i'm saying and so the it was like i want to say this was probably like last semester sometime and was having a conversation with somebody we were just like literally just sitting talking about people, like people watching, just like, ugh, you know what I'm saying? And that night I went and I read it again and the conviction that fell on these shoulders. Oh yeah. You I was feel like, it. but it literally could be anybody and you don't and that's the thing, like you don't know somebody's story, you don't know somebody's walk. And I feel like we say that a lot until it comes time where we judge. You know what I'm saying? Like 
I'm not going to judge nobody today. Yeah. But because it's been a repeated practice for so long, I don't know that person's story. That person could be, I think I, I seen a video about it. It was like, um, basically like the, the person was talking about how like people dress where like the person that dress in a crop top and, and, and shorts could be more saved than a person that's fully clothed. Literally. Like literally that doesn't just because of the way she dressed doesn't mean like she could have a closer relationship to God than you could. But because you over here judging, you're just tarnishing yourself at this point because you don't know her story. You don't know her walk. You may have been delivered and said, God told you not to wear that, but her, your conviction isn't hers. Literally. And I think a lot of times we try to place other people's convictions or our convictions on other people. God didn't tell me that I couldn't eat potato chips, but he told you that. So yeah, I may not eat the potato chips around you, yeah. but don't try to tell me that I can't eat potato chips because God told you not to eat the potato chips. Exactly. Now, that's that's definitely a, a big uh, mistake that a lot of people make yeah. is they feel like because we all do serve the same God, they forget that we don't have the same relationship. Correct. I'm his child, too. Mm-hmm. He didn't have me at the same time yet. For sure. I mean, it's just like with your parents. Like, yeah. my parents don't treat me how they treat my siblings. At all. My I, they my parents allowed me to get my first tattoo at 16. My sisters had to wait till they moved out. <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? So it's like. No, for sure. Because, like, my brother jokes all the time that I'm an only child because, I mean, I kind of was. But, like, I was for four years. The rest of the time, I wasn't. But it's like, he and my sister are twins. Mm-hmm. So, raising twins is different than raising, raising one. one. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And so my parents couldn't raise me how they raised twins because it was just one of me. Right. You know what I'm saying? Also, being that they were twins, they did things together. They, you know, they just, everything was kind of together up until they went to college, whereas it was just me. Yeah. So if I want to go do something by my lonesome, yeah, they're going to take me because I got to, they're not going to let me, I can't drive yet. But like when, for instance, like my brother and sister, they shared a car in high school. They used to go and do things by themselves. I was an only child because it was just me. I was young. Yeah. I didn't have, you know, I didn't have a twin. For the longest, I wanted a twin. Um, Obviously, that didn't happen. But, like, you know, so it's like there's going to be just how parents parent their children differently. Because you got to think there's different personalities, different experiences. Because I was just, it was just me. I experienced different things than my brother and sister experienced. So it's mm-hmm. like that's the same thing with God. Like, we're all God's children. We were all born at different times. We were all born in different places. We all have gone through different experiences, so it's never going to be the same. And, that, and that's the thing I think about, too. Like One of the things I always say is people think God does everything else but move with time. He doesn't operate on our time. Exactly. So what makes you think he doesn't know how to adapt or he doesn't know how to adapt the revelation that we receive within the time that we have? Yeah. Like what God may speak to us now is not going to be the same thing he was probably speaking in 1990. No. Because what's going on now wasn't going on back then. No, it wasn't. So it's like what you was talking about with kids. My parents aren't going to raise me the same way they may have raised my sister who was born in 1998. Yeah. They're not going to raise me that same way. For sure. Like, they're not going to raise me the same way they were raised because they were raised in the 70s. Right. So it's just like, you got to understand that our timing is different. For sure. The time I'm in, God can, is going to do some stuff in my life. God is going to allow some things to happen in my life, mm-hmm. but it's because it goes with the time frame. So, like, I think people forget that, like, he's not controlled by time. So, Correct. obviously, the revelation that he placed on earth for us, which is the Bible, is going to move with time. The words never change. 
but but the revelation can be different absolutely like, and i think that that too is like it's like we try to fit scripture into our lives how mm. we want it to yeah. see what we want it to yeah, see, yeah instead of trying to align our lives with scripture but it's like if you think about it like you said the bible hasn't changed and it would never will they may write different translations but the stories and the experiences of the Bible have never changed. But if you look at it too, it can it always aligns with whatever is happening. Literally. Like, I mean the Bible talks about what's happening now. Exactly. Before it happens. Like and so that that's you know, because like cause you talking about Greg. Greg asked me a question as far as like what I think about how people view the Bible and oh, how yeah, some people yeah. don't believe in it. Mm-hmm. I just I mean we grew up in church. For sure. So that's, you know, that's where our roots came from. Yeah. But, you know, I I could never understand how people don't believe in the Bible. Because mm-hmm. this is like, it's literally the book of life. Yeah. But like, then you also think, I I always, whenever somebody kind of asks me that question, it's always like, you got to think too. Man wrote the Bible. Mm-hmm. But how, like, I always would like, like a follow-up question. Like somebody asked me how. I'm always like, how do you think all like all these different guys wrote these books in the bible from god knows where they were they they weren't some of them crossed paths cool yeah they were not all together just sitting like let's write this down Mm -hmm. so how can somebody here like if we're using it geographically how can somebody here in the united states write a story without even meeting someone that lives in asia but there's no contradiction anywhere they go seamlessly in the together. And I, and I, what I always say is that it's man-made, God-given. Yeah. But then I always ask a follow-up question. Well, have you read it? True. Have you read it? Because nine times out of ten, Unless you read, read it. that Bible, it, something's going to jump out at you. You'll be like, oh, shoot. Yeah. They talking about me. And that's why I think people are scared of the Bible because mm-hmm. they know. Yeah. Like people, I think people ask that question mm-hmm. because they want to deny that they know yeah like you know if you read that book god gonna tell you all about yourself for sure 100 like, percent. i mean because even some days i avoid it i just be like lord not today yeah like i already know you're gonna say something to me that like, i don't feel like hearing. i don't want you can we save this for next week yeah literally. i don't need you to tell me about myself i've been told enough about me today you feel me i don't <laughs> need you to second that absolutely. conversation absolutely yeah but, so i think i i think that it's I think that we're growing, like, I think our generation is definitely, um, you know, everybody has their own walks. But like I said earlier, I think that we are very driven and I think that it's going to take us to Mm -hmm. make those changes. Like us having conversations like this about the titles, about this and that, I think it's going to take that. But I also think that we all have to come together too. Yeah. Like it's going to take the believers to come together to actually make an impact. And obviously it's not going to happen overnight. It clearly hasn't happened in millions of years. Right. But, um, I definitely think that there's changes happening currently. We can, we see it. Um, but I think it's also on us to not fall into like the cycle or the trap of what's not true. Because I think, Social media is has is a blessing and a curse. Mm-hmm. Um, it spreads things, um, but I think it also hinders us in certain aspects mm-hmm. too. Like what I, what I thought I just had while you were speaking was like how you just talked about 
how somebody in a whole different part of the country mm-hmm. could write something and then another person in a part of the country write something else mm-hmm. and it goes seamlessly. Well, like that's I feel like that's the importance of understanding what the body of Christ means. Mm-hmm. Because even though my head is up here and my feet are down here, they still work together, together. seamlessly. So it's just like the Bible is the x-ray. That's how you see everything that's going on in the body. Talk about it. And that tells you what each part of the body is. But it's your, it's, it's your, that's your choice to read if you want to learn what the body is supposed to be. Because if you don't learn, then you'll never know how the body works. But that's because, weird. but because I read the x-ray, I can see what's going on. I may, I may be able to see, okay, in that part of the body it needs a little bit more work. Mm. Or in this, in this church, they may, they may just need this. Right. Or this person may just need this. So that's why I feel like the body is like an x-ray of the body of Christ. But we ourselves are Our little parts yeah. of the body. I could be an artery. You could be a bone. Like, Hello. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's just like, I think that's what we have to start explaining to people is that we're not asking you to be perfect. Just help the body work. Mm. That's it. Because that's what he created you for. For sure. He created you as a piece of, a piece of the body. Help it work. Sometimes you might wake up with a cramp, but does that stop you from walking? No. Yeah. Sometimes you might you might go with you you might have a headache, but yeah. does that stop? But there's you always from... something that there's another because then too it's like we also have to work together like like yeah. you know, we all have to Absolutely. work together to make the body work so it's like okay if this part is suffering right if I got a headache right mm-hmm. what is something that or, or let's say if you if you break a bone right right they're not doing surgery to fix the broken bone they're gonna let the body do what the body did so if there's Literally. a broken part of the body. We just, as the body of Christ, need to go help heal the other part of the body. See, but in Christ, what we do is we see that broken part, and we just like, well, that ain't me, so. <laughs> I don't got nothing to do with me. Yeah. Hey, then <laughs> you broke a finger? Well, dang, I'm the leg, so. I'm the, 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 I, I, I ain't going to. But it's like, okay, if I'm in, if I'm the leg and there's a broken finger, let me send some healthy blood vessels to go. Something. And, you know? And, that, and in, in terms of Christianity that, or in terms of spirituality, that's prayer. Yeah. Intercession. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Thoughts, stuff like visiting people. Like mm-hmm. there, there are things you can do naturally that can help somebody spiritually. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like showing up that, like if like I said, going back to what we were talking about, if we are the only representation, yep. showing up for people can be in terms Something. to them, God will always show up for me mm-hmm. because he always sent that person mm-hmm. to show up for me. So it's just like everything works literally together for our good. Indeed. And it is, it is not just talking about it in the aspect of like, God always coming through. Like, right. if you think about the body, everything works together for sure, so that you can live. Hundred percent. So, like you just said, like if something goes wrong in the body, broken bone, the body does its thing that it's supposed to do, so that bone can be fixed, but not only be fixed, but come back stronger. Yeah. So there's some things that have to happen. For sure, some like, things have to break, like teeth falling out. That's yeah. supposed to happen. So how are you? Why would you be in an adult with kid teeth? Baby teeth. You know what I'm saying? You can look weird. So, <laughs> so my thing is like, there are things that teeth have to fall out so the new mm-hmm. ones can grow in. Yep. So it's like, there are things that are going to have to have to happen in life. You're, there's some, some things that are going to have to break you down. Yep. So that God can build you back up, but a lot stronger than you were. And then yeah. you'll be able to reflect back like, dang, I'm glad I went through that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Instead of saying, oh, I regret going through that. I don't yeah. regret nothing I went through in life because no. some things were self-inflicted. For sure. Some things I was supposed to go through. But even the self-inflicted things, see, my thing is I understand that God doesn't have a plan B. Everything no. is a part of his plan A. For sure. Plan B, plan C, plan D, everything, all of that was a part of plan A. Correct. So it's like 
even the things that we do self-inflicted, like what we that we self-inflict on ourselves, God was still like, well, I wanted that to happen. Yeah. I mean, because that's why, like, things happen for us. They don't happen to us. Absolutely. Like, everything happens. Like, literally everything happens for a reason. That's why, like, anytime somebody asks a question, well, like, what would you, um, is there anything differently you would do in your life? No. No. Because if there was anything done differently, I wouldn't be where or who I am today. Absolutely. Or I wouldn't have learned what I, need. what I, know, what I needed to know to yeah. where I can be now. Yeah. Well, man, I appreciate you. It's Absolutely. been a It's been a solid three episodes. <laughs> Absolutely. It's been a solid three episodes. Um, great conversations. Um, I appreciate you being here. Go ahead and tag yourself again for the people. Um, you can reach me on Instagram at yay glizzy, uh, yay underscore glizzy, Y-A-E underscore G-L-I-Z-Z-Y. Twitter, sign a more. TikTok, sign a more. Other one is yay's vault. Came with some tissue. You, you crying? I'm not crying. So this water I got very oily skin. Oh, and yeah, yeah, and I did my whole, yeah, I did my whole oral routine today, mm. you know. I mean, at least the skin is glistening. You, I, know, you know, I had to look nice. I told you I put my little makeup on for the day. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I appreciate you guys for watching. Make sure you guys tune in next week for another episode. We are rounding out season one of Untitled Conversations, Ooh. but we're going to be back. I promise you we're going to be back. Um, so thank you guys for watching. You can follow us on Instagram and TikTok at untitledconvos.podcast. Again, that's untitledconvos.podcast. Follow us on Twitter at untitledconvos. And make sure you guys go like, comment, and subscribe below. Absolutely. We are here on YouTube or on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Anywhere you get your podcasts, go at us so you can get notified when new episodes drop. And if this is your first episode watching, Go back and check out the other episodes. We got a bunch of great episodes, a bunch of great conversations. I hope that this episode and the past two episodes with my boy Sanye have blessed you. So I'll see y'all again next week. Peace. Peace.